This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. This is the Portrait System Podcast, a show that helps portrait photographers and people hoping to become one navigate the world of photography, business, money, and so much more. We totally keep it real. We share stories about the incredible ups and the very difficult downs when running a photography business. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and the point of this podcast is for you to learn actionable steps that you can take to grow your own business and also to feel inspired and empowered by the stories you hear. Hey everyone, we have another bonus episode for you this week with a clubhouse chat. And this time it was me and Annie Marie with Annie Marie Photography out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this time we talked all about senior photography and marketing to seniors. Now, marketing to seniors can be a little bit different than marketing to the rest of the clients. So it was really cool to talk with Annie Marie, who is so good at this. She has it dialed in, she shares so many tips. And just overall is so, so great at marketing to seniors. So I hope you enjoy this clubhouse chat with me and Annie Marie. Okay, so for people who are just joining, I just want to give a, just an, an overview. So Annie Marie is in Wisconsin. You're in Wisconsin or you are in, yeah, you're in Min- Minnesota. 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 Yep. Isn't that terrible? I'm from the Midwest and I still get those <laughs> it's, mixed up. It's okay. As long as you don't get our football teams mixed up, I'm cool. No, I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, and, and if you don't know about this part of the country in the United States, we have four seasons. It's very four seasons. So, it's not like we're outside shooting seniors in winter or, like, rainy spring or whatever. So, summer, like, late spring, summer, early fall is, like, our go time. Is that what you find as well in Minnesota? Absolutely. Very seasonal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about senior season and how you market your seniors as well as you just mentioned a model crew. Yeah. So what we'll do is we'll talk for about half an hour and then people can jump on after that and, and ask any questions that they want. Okay. I have to warn you though, I have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11 pages. I was up at 12.30 last night and I had so many ideas running through my my mind. And I said, if I don't write these down, I'm going to forget so much when I'm talking. And then I woke up at 4.30 and like, oh gosh, I need to add that. So I literally got up at 4.30 in the morning, got a paper and pen and jot down a few more things. So I've got a ton of ideas and suggestions and things here. So I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, go for it. You know what? Start with wherever you want. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who I am, I've been um, a photographer about 27 years. I started in Miami, and in Miami, they did not 
do seniors. That wasn't a thing. I don't even know if it is now or really. I didn't know yeah, they just they, yeah they just don't do senior pitchers down there. They didn't when I was um, when I was down there. So I moved to Minnesota in two thousand one, and I was so excited when I found out they do senior pitchers here because I did it when I when I was like a senior, and so I knew it was a thing. So I was so excited to kind of get started with that. So I've been doing them since two thousand one. What's that? Oh my God, 20 years. Oh my goodness. Anyway, makes me feel old. But um, so I've tried so many different things through the years. Some things work, some things don't. Um, so I'm just going to kind of go over some things that I find that work for me and um, what we need to think about when we market to seniors. So that sounds great. Okay. And a lot of this can work for regular clients too. But the thing is, I speak to my senior clientele way different than I do my regular clientele. So there is going to be some differences. Um, so there's a lot of different things. Like I've got probably a dozen different, um, different ways to market that I'm going to talk, that I have on my list. Um, so what a person has to do is pick what works for them because you're not going to want to try everything. You want to do a few things really good and be very consistent with a few things. Um, cause that's going to be the key to marketing is being in front of them very consistently on the same, um, marketing, uh, places like social media, um, in the community and that type of thing. Um, advice. yeah. And there's going to be a few things that affect how you market. And one we already talked about, and that's regionals, like where you live and what time of the year that the seniors are booking and what time they're photographing. Like I have friends that are down in the South in Texas and stuff, and they're, crazy busy right now they're like shooting like super busy they don't shoot in the summer because it's too hot like my friends in Arizona it's too hot in the summer so you have to figure out where you live and where the marketing potential is going to be the best I mean all year long you want to market all year because you're capturing kids that are juniors and sophomores um and then there's special marketing you do when it right before it's time for them to book. Like right now, people are calling to book for the summer. So I'm trying to get in front of them right now. You bring so. up such a good point real quick. I, mm-hmm. I interviewed Olivia Renee. She's a senior photographer as well. Yep. And she said the same thing. Like she right now is starting to market to her seniors for like, would it be 20, 2022? 2022. Yep. So yep. that is so crucial. It's not like all of a sudden you can be like, all right, I'm going to start booking seniors right now for this year. Like it's just, Oh no. Yeah. Have to be on top of it. Don't yeah. Brought that up. Yeah. And to find out when they're, a lot of them have your book deadlines. Like for us, a lot of the yearbooks have deadlines like October. So they have to have their senior pictures done and into their yearbooks by October. So for us, you know, they're not going to want to shoot in April when it's gross outside and not green. So they're, they're waiting till they're out of school, out of their junior year, and they book in June, July, and August, September, and then the the late ones in October. So, you know, it's like four or five months, so they're all, like, squished in there. So find out your region, and you're going to make your timetable around that. And then another huge thing is if you're in a big city with a lot of schools and um, a lot of, like, areas, or if you're in a small community. Um, I'm in a big city. I'm in Minneapolis, and I probably pull from about 20 schools schools throughout the whole area. I mean, I pull from up north, Wisconsin and stuff too. So I I don't have like a really close connection with a specific school, which is a huge 
to me, I think it's a huge advantage if you're in a smaller community because you know more people and you can kind of be a face in the community a little bit easier, I think, than in a large city. So a small community, you can get a little bit more involved in the, the school aspect of it. And then another thing is if you're just starting out versus if you're kind of a seasoned, established photographer with already client a clientele that you can kind of work from versus just starting out and needing to find those first seniors. So, um, and a lot of that will be kind of in what I talk about. Because um, the thing is, you're going to have to find a new audience every season. So right. it's not like clients that are, you know, repeat. I mean, I get a lot of repeat clients with siblings, but you're constantly marketing to a new audience. So you have to, it's like a constant hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, I, I wanted yeah. to say real quick, Annie, that your work is also really, really beautiful. It's really oh, incredible. Thank and I you. Think, I think that that has a lot to do with it. And, and I'm sure this is something you'll talk about later on. But as far as social media goes, it seems mm-hmm. like with seniors, like you said, you're capturing a new audience every year. Yeah. So it's almost like you have seconds. Think about like the attention span of a high school senior. It's like next yeah. to nothing. Yep. So I feel like with your social media, it's so important to have your really strong, beautiful photos at the top of your Instagram. Absolutely. As you yep. can. So I just yep. wanted to throw that in there too, that it's yeah. not just about marketing. You also have to have a strong portfolio. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have what the kids want. It doesn't matter what mom wants. In, in that sense, it's what the girls want. The girls are running the show. The mom's paying for the show. Totally. The, girl, the girls are running it. But you're, you want to market to both the moms and both the kids, which is super important. Because um, the moms are looking for value. They want to know what they're getting for their money. They want to know you're going to take care of their babies. Their kids, all they want to know is that you're, they're going to have fun. They're going to have a great experience. You're going to make them look amazing and that they can have files to share. So you're going to want to market thinking about both sides of it because, you know, there's both. The girls choose where they want to go. The moms, you know, obviously give the thumbs up and then the boys go wherever the girls tell them to go. <laughs> or So, um, right, yeah. you know, but, um, and you want to market to them when they're younger. Don't wait till they're juniors. I started a long time ago marketing to younger girls because, a lot of times, as soon as they get in high school, they're already starting to see the upperclassmen's pictures. They're, they're on Instagram. They're seeing what's out there. They're already picking their photographers when they're young. So you want to kind of start marketing to them when they're in um, when they're a little bit younger. So um, yeah, that's a good point. So and that's you said huge. Both, both the boys and the girls. So you market to both. Both. I noticed, Absolutely. I a lot of senior photographers market just to the girls and I'm like god the boys oh. are so easy to shoot yeah oh they're so easy and the moms spend so much money on the boys oh why not yeah. yeah I mean girls are fun where you get to play and twirl and play with the hair but I boys are just chill you know yeah it's so fun um and then another thing you want to do is you want to have a variety of marketing methods that includes some of online web type marketing. And then you also want to get out into the community and do some in-person type stuff. So you want a variety of that. And so um, so let's start with the one for me that has been made the most difference, uh, which I didn't have when I started Seniors 20 years ago, which is social media, because that wasn't really around before. But um, the first place you want to start is your website, because uh, I think people still uh, Google search a lot and go to websites. Um, 
And so I think you need to start there and you have to have a really organized, well laid out website that makes people want to just dig in and sit down and get a cup of coffee and kind of stay a while because uh, that's going to help your SEO as well. I would suggest since you need to talk to seniors separately from your clients to separate that page. Like on my website, what I did was I have tabs separated by genre of what I what I shoot. So like seniors don't have to go into the galleries and see a bunch of baby stuff and then go into sessions and see what, you know, they want to go into senior section and see all the galleries and what the sessions and locations and all that stuff. So I would separate it out. And um, so consider putting the senior stuff in a different tab. You want to keep it very informative, answer a lot of questions, but also have an incentive for them to either fill out a form and contact you or to go to your website. You definitely want to drive traffic to your website. Um, like I offer a free info guide. If they you know, fill out a little form, I send them a free info guide. And that way I get their information and I can call them and contact them. So website is a great, um, a great place to start. But Instagram is the place you need to be for the seniors, for sure. Um, because that's where the kids are. The parents are on Instagram. And if you're not there, you need to be. Um, so what you want to do that all the time is encourage people to follow you. Encourage all of your clients to follow you. Now, I would suggest here as well to separate the two. I incorporate seniors into my client Instagram page because I want my clients to know I do seniors. But I don't put like babies and I don't do my fine art and I don't put my client work on my senior page because they're curated very set differently. Like my senior, if you looked at both of them together, you wouldn't know it was the same photographer because my senior work is very colorful and fun and bright. And um, I kind of keep the mood more lively and fun where my um, my client side is a little bit more curated as far as fine art and um, just my regular client sessions. If you don't, if you don't have a lot of clients, you can definitely keep them on the same site. If you kind of have the same feel with your images, you can keep them on the same. Um, now, and are then, you talking about a, you would have a separate Instagram? Instagram. Well. I do, yes. Okay. If you, if you have the volume of clients, if you're just starting out, you might want to keep them on one um, page for now. But um, I have two and then I cross-promote between the two. And I'll talk a little bit more about cross-promoting. Um, but like you said, too, you have to put your finest, best images on your feed because that's what people are going to pop up and see your feed. So you want it to be kind of consistent with, with your best photos. You don't want anything that's unedited. Um, you don't want any behind the scenes kind of, you know, personal stuff. You don't want a picture of you and your dog on your feed. That's all for your stories. Um, but your feed, you want to be curated with all your be most beautiful work. And then um, <coughs> you also don't want to pay for followers. A lot of people say, oh, you know, I can pay for followers, but you want organic followers that care about you and what you do and what you offer. The one thing that I do, though, is I have a group of really good uh, senior photographer friends, and uh, we kind of do a shared follow where we comment and and like each other's um, post because the more that people interact with your post and comment, the more people that Instagram is going to show that post to. So we kind of help each other out and kind of get that post going. 
So that's the only reason why I would do like any kind of a follow for follow if it's with like-minded photographers where you are kind of helping each other out in that sense. Because um, Instagram does reward interaction to give you more reach. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then with your um, posts and your stories, you want people to interact with it. So ask a question, you know, be very personal, personable in your in your little, what you talk about. So people know that you're a real person, you know, show your personality in that sense and hashtag the heck out of everything. Do big hashtags, do little hashtags, um, local, town, schools, clubs, um, hashtag all the people in the photo. I'd hashtag like the girls bring a cute outfit from Princess Polly or something. I'll hashtag outfits, you know, so use your hashtags for sure. Um, so the feed is super important. Uh, stories is where all the fun is. So the stories, um, most of you know that they only last for 24 hours, but that's where the kids tend to share stories more than they do the, the photos on the feed. I, I found out that these girls really don't like to share their professional photos on their feeds. Mm -hmm. they, they, I don't know, a senior Sunday they'll do it. But if I post something on a story, they're like sharing that left and right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to up my game in my stories, which I, I need to up a little bit more. But um, so that's for behind the scenes. That's for fun, silly stuff. Um, you know, like that's a wrap for different features. If you have a product, um, just kind of little fun things. Showcase your seniors when they have a their cute outfit that they brought or all their outfits or you know, what location you're picking, just kind of like, kind of have your phone handy while you're doing a session and put those on the stories and just make it really fun. Um, yeah. You know, Annie, you mentioned hashtags. Is this something that you do like local hashtags as well? Like mm -hmm. because if a senior is, is just looking up hashtag for senior photos, they're not going to necessarily pull up Ann Arbor, Michigan. Like, what right. are, for people who are looking for specific hashtag advice, um, do you have any? Well, I, I when I say local, I do like Minneapolis, senior photography, Minnesota, you know, I do the local because if, if they do senior photography, they're going to get national pictures. I want to try to keep that part local. Um, but like I do all, I hashtag all the high schools, you know, so that all the high schools see all my senior pictures popping up now and then. Um, like if they're in a club, I'll hashtag that club. I mean, it probably doesn't fit on that hashtag page, but I don't care. I want people seeing my pictures, even if they look out of place. Um, but I do keep my, my like senior photography, senior photos. I don't do that general hashtag because there's like millions of pictures on those. You want something that there's not a million photos on that maybe gets seen. I don't think kids really look at those hashtags, to be honest. I just, not the, the local ones. I think, I don't know where they're, they, you know, I do focus groups, which I'll talk about. And they said that they don't really look for hashtags, but I just want my pictures popping up on the local Minneapolis, Twin Cities, Minnesota, um, MPL. I mean, Minneapolis has a ton of different things. So I do, I still do the local ones for sure. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I know just, just for time's sake, will you jump into what your model program looks yes, like? Yes, Absolutely. Um, model program, um, you can do it two ways. One, you can keep it really simple or you can make it huge. Now I tend to do mine really simple and basically I choose a few girls and boys. I, I have, uh, 
an application that they sign up. I put, I don't do it before Christmas because people are too busy. So January, February, I get applications. I want eight to 10 people. Um, I've had a couple guys, most are girls that do it. Sometimes they're siblings of clients and, and I accept freshmen through juniors because I want those younger girls. I want them through the years. Oh yeah. Plus they're so much more excited to share than the, than the seniors are or than the juniors. For some yeah, reason, they're, they're, they're too cool once yeah, they get a little bit older. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I take a few girls, and then I, each one in the spring, I do like a fun little individual styled session with them. So I pick different areas. Like I, I style two looks, and then they get to bring two looks of their favorite. And sometimes I do a city vibe. Sometimes I go to a field. Sometimes I go to a lake. And I want a variety. And I more do this for myself because I want to get out there. I'm excited to shoot again after a winter. I want to try out new lighting or new locations. And I'm doing these photos. So I have photos to, to start my marketing and then they get photos and I use a phone, a photo app. I I use my photo app and there's also sticky albums. I use that to send them um, their photos and then they, from there, they can share them. And so these kids are super busy. So I don't have a lot of things that they have to do other than that styled session. And then to kind of share, we do behind the scenes. We do a lot of the stories and the reels. I didn't get to talk about reels, but that's huge. Um, And then either do you have a small fee or you just don't have a fee, you know, don't make them pay a lot. I have a small fee because I do uh, have a style closet and it's a little bit of time, but that fee minus 200, but that goes towards anything they want to order from that session. And then let them earn perks. Like, but if they're the more active they are in helping you spread the word and share things, then if I'm doing like a fine art session for a competition, I'll call one of these girls. Or if there's a gorgeous tree that's just blooming, I'll call I'll call on the girls that are more active and helping me out for special projects, so they can earn those types of perks. Or you can make it huge and get lots of kids, like 20, 30 kids. And do group shoots, like get a theme shoot and, you know, like campfire, campsite and, you know, get a bunch of kids and have them bring a theme clothes and do individuals and themes, do destination shoots. Um, a lot of times you can do community service with these kids and that's really good for, for marketing. Um, and there's usually a bigger fee to participate because it's a very, I mean, that's a lot of time consuming when you're working with the bigger groups but you get a lot more reach with that and then have perks as well for referrals. Now, is it expected that these are going to turn into your full-blown clients? Absolutely. They, okay. So are yeah. they ordering photos all along or you, they're just getting these digitals for free or how does that work? Well, my, for, if they're underclassmen, I don't expect anything. They've got that little $200 carrot already that they paid. So they're going to come in and, and, and that's why I let them pick a couple outfits because if I'm styling them, a lot of times it's not something that they're going to want pictures of. So I always let them bring a, two outfits that I know that they love. Then those are the ones they usually order because when I style it, I go, I get a little bit more trendy and fun. So that's, I don't expect them to really order those, but with my high school, with the juniors who are going to be seniors, they have to uh, book a senior, full-paying senior session. And then they can just add this to their gallery to, to order from as well if they want. 
So I don't expect them to, to order. They don't have to if they want, but they always do. They always order, you know, it's usually like five, 600 bucks. You know, they get a few pictures if they're the underclassmen because they already spent 200 bucks. So they're going to come in and order something. But the small, I do it small because I'm doing that more for me and for my marketing. And then for the, the senior magazines and features and stuff, which I hadn't gotten into, but um, that's what I use a lot of those photos for as well. And, and what you just said is so important that you're doing it for you. And I think it's really, I think sometimes people see it as like, oh, but I'm shooting for free. But it's like, gosh, you're building your portfolio in a way that is going to pay for it. Pay, it's going to pay you 10 times over if you do it well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then as far as getting in with schools, I know you said because you, you know, you're kind of in a smaller area, you know, it's a little bit easier for you to get into schools, but how do you go about doing that to, to get in good with the schools to refer you? Um, it's not more as much as about the schools. It's about the individual kids. So um, like if you're starting out, there's so many photographers that people have to choose from. So if you can, if you know anybody that like, if you have any clients that know someone that's on a dance team or that is in high school, just ask them if they wouldn't mind being on your model team. Um, and just kind of start with a few kids, you know, like maybe three to six, just start out small and just start with people that you know that maybe your clients has a kid or they know they have a cousin or a neighbor just kind of start that way in your local schools. And, um, you know, you don't have to start out with a big model crew. You can, you can do a lot of damage with six girls or boys. Yeah. And, and also I feel like if you have too many, it can become too overwhelming and they don't have a good experience. And then it's just like shooting yourself in the foot before you even get going. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And then as far as your shoots, how do they, how do they go? Like, do you do any sort of in studio? Are you doing all on location? What is your, what's your process there? I do both. Um, I offer both 95% are on location. The kids want outdoors. They want natural. They want fun. They want floating in the flowers and on the beach and, you know, cool walls and stuff. So most of my sessions are outdoors. I, do studio work as well. I don't do as much. I literally just went from a studio share and a small space down to my own space yesterday. I bought a new, not bought, renting a new studio that I'm just literally moving into today um, to put both together. So I do offer that. Kids don't really care about studio portraits. They really don't. Moms might, and I'm, you know, I do them a little bit more um, kind of, not I well I do traditional and fine art stuff. That's not what the kids want. They want a little bit more kind of magazine style studio work. But yeah. I offer I offer both. You know what's funny is oftentimes the girls they don't think that they want it. And I'm like, just humor me. Let me just do this one outfit inside and we'll also <laughs> do this outfit outside. Yeah. Often it becomes their favorite photos. Yeah. Those are the ones they share. Yeah. Same with their moms. It's like, oh all right. Like and, <laughs> And I keep doing it because I want to shoot more in studio with seniors. I, love I do too. too. But so I figure if I keep showing it and I keep nailing some just one or two really great shots of each person, then maybe, you know, the other yeah. people will start to catch on more. Yep. I was going to say that than other kids. And another huge thing too that I want to mention is we have to stand out from the shooting burners, from the, 
the people that are out there from the students who have cameras are saying, I'll do your senior session for $50 or the shoot and burner. So one thing that will stand us apart from them is studio portraits because that's something a shoot and burner can't do, you know? So there's a lot of things that we can do to, to stand out from them for sure. Yeah, and not only that, I think also the doing that and showing the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Makeup and showing the whole process. I feel like that. Yeah, yeah. The girls are all about the experience. They want to know they're going to have fun. And when they see one of their friends or someone they know or even someone they don't know, when they see all the fun that they're having, they want to be a part of that, you know. And that's why the reels, um, some people are on TikTok. I don't do TikTok. I do reels because I want to incorporate that all in my Instagram brand. But the reels is a really fun way now. I'm trying to get really kind of creative and fun with my with that. Um, a fun way to show a lot of that behind the scenes and the transformations and the before and afters and that kind of stuff. So um, for sure, girls want to, they want to be part of the fun for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I yeah. want to give, I want to see if anybody has any questions before I, we dive into some of the other things. Perfect. Senior. So if there's anyone who has a question so, Dennis, uh, you have a question? Hi, uh, guys. Um, my first, uh, before I do a question, there were a couple of things that I wanted to point out because I've been doing seniors for a while, um, especially for people who are just getting started, who are looking for a, for a, like an email base. The, I found the best way to get a large email base of, of potential clients is get in touch with the counselor of the junior class now and make them an an incredible deal to shoot their junior prom if you can get or the sophomores now to shoot their junior prom next year because when you shoot your their junior prom you can get all of their contact information including their email address when you shoot their pictures at their junior prom and then this that summer you can just flood them and, and go after them. And that has really proved to be a huge marketing. Oh, yeah. Marketing that sounds like a great idea. Other than I'd I mean, it's, I've already got three prom. junior proms booked for next year. And that's going to be like six, seven hundred email addresses that I'm going to have. And yeah, that as is far awesome. As that kind of stuff. Um, my question had to do with. In getting out with, because it's one thing that that I really have have struggled with, is how to. Do you have any types of of ways that you can actually get in to, you know, hand an accordion file or some type of thing to do the more personal thing? I'm okay with the with the the website and the and the the emails and the. Uh, Instagram, but the the face to face and that kind of stuff, I I have no game in that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, so. I've got I've got probably five pages here in front of me of all that kind of stuff. Yeah, about the community and how to do the in person stuff. Yeah, so it's 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 really in depth. So it's not like a one answer quest to the question. It's um, I mean, I could go on and on about that, but um, let me see. Do you want to just give us like one or two tips? Yeah, let me see here. Okay, so I would say local networking has been huge for me. Um, 
partner, find a, a local business that also caters to your similar audience of the, the, the mothers and the, or the, or the students, um, and then offer to photograph their product or their service and display their images. You know, they'll display your images or your postcards, you know, and then you'll photograph their stuff, uh, cross promote each other on social media, like a boutique. Um, I've, network with local boutiques before where I know the girls shop and you know, you can do like a fun little event together. Like I will photograph uh, some girls, either they're, they're girls that work for them or some of my seniors in some of their clothes. If it's seasonal, you usually get to do that twice. And then they use those to promote their store and then they tag you in it. And then, you know, so that's kind of one way to do it. You can do a fashion show, um, another huge thing that is fun is to do a, a style collaborative shoot with several vendors. So everybody donates their time or their goods or their services, and then you distribute the photos to all of them for all of them to market and tag everybody. So all the vendors kind of like triple, quadruple the, the search. So like clothing, hair and makeup. That yeah. Thing. Yeah. So like one, one that I would suggest is to, to think of a, a, like a theme session, get a boutique to, to provide the clothing and then get your hair and get a hair and makeup artist to do the hair and makeup. Maybe a florist can um, provide the flowers and then maybe contact a local ice cream shop or a record store or an arcade or roller rink um, or other cool place that would be fun for like a senior photo. And then all of you work together collaboratively and then you give photos to all those people and then they're all posting on their social media and tagging everybody else. So if there's one, two, three, four people involved, that quadruples everything. And then you're doing behind Ooh. the scenes and store and your stories and reels and you kind of really get a really fun um, kind of collaborative thing. So um, that would be a huge thing to kind of get your name out there in the community and get involved with uh, like charities. Um, don't do give donations to, to local charities, or you can do it like a, a mini session event where you make money for like maybe a local teen program, maybe do like a teens and their pets. And uh, they pay like $25 and they bring in their pet and then you take a photo and they get a digital file and then all the money goes to the charity. And then that's just more for marketing and people love people with good hearts. So, um, and then you're gathering all that time you're gathering um, and then maybe partner with like a pet store for that one. And then they're getting involved. So the more people you can get involved in this kind of thing, the more reach that your marketing is going to get you. Um, another thing is to maybe do a scholarship program or sponsor a teen that maybe is in need, get nominations, and then, you know, use that as marketing too. And then you're helping maybe offer to do their senior session for free and give them product or give them a scholarship towards the school of their choice. Um, so that's kind of a way just I would say get in the schools too. Like, like you had said, um, getting in the schools is a huge thing. Um, advertising the school papers, like all of our high schools here have like a little school paper and they let photographers and photographers don't even really do it. I'm like the only photographer and these are like schools with like 900 kids per class. So I'll go and advertise in their school paper in the spring. Um, get my name out there that way. Um, a lot of them are doing school functions and uh, silent auctions 
to, to raise money for teams and groups and their school, senior party, whatever. So I give a gift certificate to that. And then they'll put a display at their event. Last year, I did nothing because it's been COVID. This year, there's been nothing. But once life gets back to normal, so you have a display at the silent auction and everyone that's walking past that is seeing your name, seeing your display, grabbing your, you know, your little accordion cards or your postcards or your business cards. Like I have another thing, photograph proms, like you had mentioned. Um, That's getting all those kids photographed teams and clubs and dance schools. Get in there and get your name around. I was just going to say, and I just wanted to say that I don't want to rush you because we would love just to have you come back. (laughs) Yeah. Part two. That's cool. I (laughs) would love to. Race. Yeah. You don't need to race through all of this stuff because you're you're bringing so much value to this conversation. So, yeah. Um, And I just. Nick, if I could, one other thing that I started doing in 2019, but like last year just kind of dropped off the face of the earth is that I got in touch with the school booster clubs, which is mostly parents. And it's mostly parents of junior and senior students. And I said, okay, here's the deal. If you will, among the parents of the, of the teams that, that you support, if you'll present this and push this to the parents of all the players of all the students, or of all the teams, then everyone that books with me, I'll donate $25 to your booster club. And I only did it with one school on in 2019, but it went off the rails. And I'm going to start, I'm going to do that again this year and hopefully get two or three schools because I got almost 60 bookings just from that. That's great. And mm-hmm. for 25 bucks, you can, I mean, you can't buy that kind of advertising. That was that was actually really good. That turned out really good. So I just awesome. wanted to throw that out there as an idea. Annie, thank cool. you very much. You've Thanks, given me a Dennis. Lot. Yeah, do a do a different do it do another one or or hold a class or or email me pictures of all your notes. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I would love as as much as they'll let me share. I've I've got so much to share. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Dennis. Okay, it looks like Olivia has a question. Go for it, Olivia. Hi, guys. Hi, Annie. Thank you so Hi. much. You have been so generous with this talk. I'm just I'm oh, blown for away. sure. <laughs> for sure. Thank you. So um, I was wondering what sorts of products you found that seniors and their families seem to be drawn to. I'm, I'm really trying to work more product sales into my senior sessions. And yeah. I was just curious if there are certain ones that you've had a lot of luck with. Yeah. Well, this past year, um, I sold a lot of albums. And folio boxes. People usually choose one or the other depending on what their needs are, if they prefer to have, you know, because their products are very similar. Um, I, I probably sold more albums because my base album has 30 images and my folio box has 20. Um, but uh, I found that they love both of them. And when they see them and touch them and feel them, they're a good sell. Because I, I, I shoot and show probably about 80 photos to 100 per session, per normal session. So they have a lot to choose from. So, you know, to get, they, they have definitely 30, 40, 50 pictures that they, they love and want a product to, to showcase those. Um, I find that 
My clients don't want a huge wall portrait for a senior because a lot of times they have several kids. They don't have wall space with open concept living nowadays. There's not a lot of wall space. So I don't really, you know, I'll, I'll sell wall portraits to families and um, siblings and stuff. But, but for senior portraits, they often don't sell, you know, I don't sell huge, huge wall things unless they have a single child. But um, I find that um, collages sell really well because they want to get like five, three to seven images in one frame. So I'll sell a lot of collages and, um, and then I have smaller, smaller um, albums and smaller, I call them keepsake boxes. They're just like a little five by seven glass box with the gold edges or linen ones with um, five by seven, prints in them that are really thick. They're on an artboard. I get them from Black River Imaging. They're gorgeous. And on the back, I put my branding because they're double. You can print two-sided. And that's just a less expensive. If someone doesn't have the budget to get the folio boxes, they can get um, those little image boxes and get 12 or 20 images in that. But for my albums, I do a digital add-on to add, you know, you want to keep have products that they can add on um, since my folio boxes come with the digitals, the albums don't, but they can add it on. Um, but they have to buy all of the digitals. And as long as I did the work, I'm going to sell the digitals too. So, um, but those are probably my my best selling. And then the five by sevens, you know, they still want five by sevens for grandmas and, you know, family. Right. Thank you. Maybe that's that's perfect. I've really been wanting to up my album yeah. sales with my and, Yeah. Um, and let me know. Yeah. Um, get PM me or get in touch with me if you want to know like what albums I sell and, you know, different vendors and that type of thing too. Happy to share. Great. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks, Olivia. Hey, any follow-up question, as far as your packages, I know someone, someone out there is going to be wondering what type of packages do you do? I don't do packages. I do a la carte. Yep. I, I did pack, I called them collections because I felt that sounded more like luxury, but pe- collections packages, I did them for like 20 years and I was constantly swapping this out for that. And I felt like, how can I tell people what they're supposed to get? Like I felt weird putting together, I'm going to put this together and put this in there and then they have to buy that because people want different things. So I just got rid of the headache and then I have a minimum order instead. And so like my minimum order for my seniors is 800 and for my clients, it's six hundred, and then that goes towards their their a la carte order. So they just they come in and order and and kind of just order a la carte whatever whatever they need. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's cool. I started doing print credit. Like my packages yeah. are still mm-hmm. the same prices as you know my regular client stuff, but I throw in instead of me deciding. Okay, you get a full right. box or whatever. Right. I'm like, okay, if the smallest package comes with $100 in print credit, the medium comes with 400 the large comes with yep. 700 and go wild, whatever you want to Yeah, order. that's kind of like, I, I don't like to call mine minimum order because it's sort of like, they, you know, I like print credit, you know. But I just say that I call it an order deposit is what I call it. And then that's a deposit towards the order. And another huge thing is when you do something like that, they've spent that money like, a few weeks to a month or, you know, way before they come in for their order. So when they come in to order, they've kind of forgotten about that money and they're ready to spend more money. So it kind of helps to split that up too. Yeah. 
that's such a great point psychologically when the money <laughs> right? is spent. It's like, oh, it's another eight. Yeah. You know, because yeah. ma- mamas are like, sometimes they're like, you know, sneaking it from the husband and I paying know. in cash and, you know, putting on this card and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't encourage it, but it definitely happens. Oh, I facilitate <laughs> it though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you do your scheduling? Like, are there certain days of the week that you shoot or I guess, and the reason that I'm asking is I've, I've limited the number of, of seniors yeah. that I do these days because I'm not trying to work my evenings and summers away. Yes. So how yes. Do you earn my evenings and weekends away? Okay. How do, you, how do you manage that? Well, that, that was a huge, about seven years ago, I did a whole business restructure because I had a big studio, high overhead. My overhead was probably $5,000 a month to pay for my studio. Oh, wow. I know. It was crazy. It's super expensive here. I was in a, a, a nice area, but it was like between that and my two employees. And so being seasonal and only shooting like seniors four or five months a year, I had to shoot four to five senior sessions, full senior sessions a day. So I had to go home at night and call through all those and edit those because if I didn't, the next day I'd have like eight or 10, you know? So I was working evenings. I was working uh, weekends and it was just going, I was just going nuts. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I said, I'm done with this, the studio because most of my sessions were outdoors anyway. So I went into the studio share, which took me down from 5,000 to 200 a month. Wow, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I can do this. So I so do then, studio share now too, Annie. Yeah. It's just the best. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so I was able to cut, I was able to go from 250 seniors a season and this by season, I mean like four or five months down to like 80. And so for me, that was like heaven. And then I, I made just as much, if not more money, because I was giving them more attention. So I shoot Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, Friday. I keep Wednesdays for like just an office day or a day to just do nothing or run errands. Or if it's a rain out, that's when I reschedule that. I don't really book weekends. I will if they need it. Um, in the fall, I book a lot of weekends for families and, and you know, that type of thing. But um, I don't really shoot a lot of Saturdays and I won't shoot a Sunday. That's, that's my day. That's God day. That's my family day. So I shoot Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I don't really, you know, I shoot a lot of evenings in the summer because a lot of my locations are better in the evening for lighting. So I will shoot in evening, but here in Minnesota, it's light till like nine, 10 o'clock. So I feel the day's, you know, fine. But then, you know, I just feel like I'm working so much smarter. So, so yeah. And then I limit. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, I've kind of really put boundaries around a couple of years ago. I put boundaries around when I'm going to shoot. And by the way, if anyone yeah. has a question, jump in here. Otherwise we'll just keep chatting. Um, I, that's one of the reasons I love personal branding photography so much is because it's all during the right. day. Yep. And it's yep. during the day. But yeah. I do love that golden hour sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but I, I don't have a problem with full sun either. So it's just, kind yeah. Of well, when I, I, w- but, when yeah. I was doing the four or five sessions a day, that was between 10 and five. I didn't work evenings. I would go home and call. So I never did evening sessions at all. But when I was went on location only, I thought, well, I can do evening session now. So, um, so that's no big deal, but you have, you have babies. I mean, you have kids at home, so you really need to have that balance to, you know, kind of keep yourself sane and keep enjoying what you're doing and, and being there for your family too. So. 
Yeah, that's a good point for sure. And then what about your, your viewing sessions and your ordering sessions? When and how do you do those? Oh my gosh, that's like a whole hour right there. So <laughs> I um, I offer two ways. So they can come in and sit down with me and do in-person viewing and ordering. Um, I didn't do that at first when I let go of my studio because I didn't have a place to do that anymore. I was doing that studio share and I couldn't do it there. I would sit down in a coffee shop and and that doesn't really work to be personal. I didn't have my stuff or anything. So um, till I got my meeting space. Um, so I offered that or if they left me, you know, if they left that $800 deposit, I gave them an online gallery and then we would do like the Zoom calls. So I've been doing that for seven years and I thought, oh my gosh, my, my sales are going to go down. You know, my sales actually went up. You know, I was, I found that sometimes I would sit down with someone in an, in an in-person sales and that would be like a very small order. And then I would do an online gallery and an online order and it would be like a four or $5,000 order. And I'm like, okay, so this is working, <laughs> um, which was really nice when COVID hit because I was already kind of doing that system. Yeah, I, pre- I was too. Yeah, yeah. I prefer yeah. to sit down with them and have them view it and be with them and see the emotion and kind of be with them during that process. I, I love that. However, it's really hard with their schedules. These kids are so busy and the moms are so busy. They're working moms. And to get them back in is really hard. And I didn't have employees anymore. So it was hard for me and my schedule. So it's so easy on everyone's schedule to do that Zoom meeting, you know, and you can either do like the, the reveal during the Zoom, which is probably really good, but then it's a lot longer Zoom because then they have to call down and, and stuff. So I've done online galleries where they go favorite, their favorites. And then when we do the Zoom call, they've already chosen their 20, 30 favorites, you know, so. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the difference with me is I don't ever send the, the online gallery. Yeah. That's something I, mean, I don't do. Yeah. Although someone else who said they, they do do that, they have a two-week, maybe it was Kara Marie who was talking about this with Boudoir. She has a two-week period. Like, you have to order. Yeah, within absolutely. Or yeah. you don't get to order. Yeah, I, I think that that's important. I think what happens with like shoot and burn is people send the gallery and then it's like, well, yeah, never ordered or yeah, whatever. I'm, and yeah, there is a, you know, there is a thing where the, the excitement can wear off because you want to get that order when they're excited about the pictures and they're emotional about them. That's what's huge about IPS and then ordering when they view them. And so I, I was, that's why I was afraid to do the the online galleries, but I found that my orders didn't suffer from it. So it, it has been working for me that I don't know. Um, you know, it's not ideal for me, but, but it does, it's really nice for the schedule, but, um, you know, a person has to find out what, you know, what works for them. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. It is. It's what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't like getting out of my pajamas. Like Kind. Uh-huh. But pre-COVID, I was like, if I can be at home and do this, like, heck yeah. And like you said as well, my sales were not suffering. Now, granted, I don't, yeah. like I said, I don't send the gallery, but yeah. And so it does take longer because they are culling right. and in choosing their favorites and that sort of thing. But man, it really is great. Yeah. Um, and, and I do have to add that if you're doing any type of online gallery, online viewing, it is so important to, to, um, to educate your client all the whole entire way of your products and your expectations. I mean, I have, my product guide is chock full of huge 
photos of all of my products. I have a video of my products. I show them the products. Um, so they're getting the entire way. They're getting like set up in their mind of what, you know, what I offer. And I'm, I'm actually showcasing my albums and my folio boxes. That's what I showcase in, in all of my emails and, um, and the whole entire way. So I'm educating them the entire way on, um, on my products that I offer. So it's not like they're getting to that stage and they don't know what I offer. So it's really important to educate your clients on, on your products too. Oh yeah. That's so, so, so important. I'm really glad you brought that up. Sue has yeah. the videos of the five contact points of sales and it, of selling and it starts. Starts. It like, starts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it starts before you even talk to your client for sure. And that's part of the, the stories and the reels and the Facebook and showing products and having your clients video when they get a product and or hang up their portraits or get an album. Have them send in testimonials and how excited they are. Get those on your website and your your Facebook and most important, your Instagram and your reels and get people seeing how excited clients are about your products and printing because people are so getting so used to seeing that shoot and burn stuff and it's important for us to educate people that you know that quality products are you know that's how you're going to enjoy them yeah another thing i've seen people do is have the senior basically take your phone during the shoot Mm -hmm. and do instagram stories on your phone yeah like a takeover yeah yeah and I've seen people do that really well, and I think they get excited about it because they're so good at stories. They they really you know, are. They're just like they make it so much fun. Yeah, I don't. I haven't done that. I let them do it on their phone. Um, sometimes I'll hand my phone to the mom to get like a behind the scenes. I just make sure she doesn't make my butt look big, which is hard to, not to do. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, the, but the moms are like, oh, I don't know, I don't know how to do this, but. Um, but yeah, sometimes I hand the phone to mom. It I have seen that work successfully with the seniors. I just let them do it on their phone because they're, you know, sometimes I give them the time to post and stuff. I'm like, the more they post and the more they share, the better. Annie, yeah, I was, that's true. I think that'd be a good combination, I think, of, you know, theirs and yours because then right. their audience and you're getting really great. Right. In your own highlights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Annie, I was just actually looking at your Instagram account. So I was looking at your senior account. And I just wanted to say how much I really love that one image. It looks like it's a, a senior girl wearing a, like a comic book type. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. with the wall. In the yes. Background. That is so cool. You know, I have to tell you that wall, I know we're running out of time, but that wall I have been driving past for 19 years, wanting to photograph someone there. So last year, this girl was on my model team and I found that dress online and I'm like, oh my gosh, she would be perfect for that wall with this comic dress on. And so we went there and it was so fun. It was like, that was a photo 19 years in the making. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so really quick, just so, so everyone can follow you. Can you tell us all of your 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 business accounts and web pages and things? Oh, thank you. Yeah, my senior Instagram is at Annie Marie Seniors. Um, and my regular client Instagram is Annie.com. Marie dot photography. And then my website is AnnieMariePhotography.com. And Facebook, I'm Annie Marie and Annie Marie Photography. And I think that's it. Okay, great. So, yeah. Um, so, and if you're a member of SBE, you can always go in the members only Facebook group 
And you can, if you have a question for Annie, you can just tag her in the post. Yes, please do. Yes. Me and Nikki as well. And then make sure to check out Nikki's Instagram on her profile in here too. If you click on her picture, um, you should be able to go to her Instagram profile. Right, Nikki? Yes, absolutely. Yep. It's just my name, Nikki Klosser. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, we've been working on developing the Portrait System Instagram account a little bit more. So uh, please make sure to check us out there. You can also go to the Portrait Masters Instagram account as well. We've got a lot of great content on there. And uh, if you have any questions about Subrice Education, if you're not a member, you can always email me in support. It's support at supriceeducation.com. And again, I just would like to thank Annie and Nikki so much for coming today. Yes. Uh, we're so thank you. Thank you, Ella. Thanks so much, Annie. And hi, yeah, Ashley. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And if you need a part two, let me know. I'm in. Oh, oh I'm yeah. So no, well, I'll, I'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, thank awesome. you, everybody, for taking time out of your day to come out and hang out in Clubhouse and listen to me talk. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening today. And don't forget, you can listen to either me or our special guests every Friday on Clubhouse at 11 a.m. Pacific. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.